This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, every Wednesday live show here on Twitch. Brought to you, as always, by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. I'm your host, Reese, and with me is the one, the only, the banana. Today is the sleepy banana. Oh, God. I thought it was going to stop. No. It's the Jackhammer Hour, brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org. Let's do the... uh... We cannot escape some weird noises on our podcast. It's impossible. I'm happy about this one, though, today. Yeah, so... As we were joking about off uh, before we started streaming, seems like Simple Simon is back. First, he drove a bus past every uh, every ten minutes, mm-hmm. and then he was banging on a pipe in our old place, which that was uh, that was fun. Yeah. And now he's upgraded to a jackhammer. Ugh. So there is construction going on literally mm-hmm. outside the door yeah. of the studio. So should be an interesting one. So sorry about that. There's nothing we can do. But thankfully, they are putting up uh, a fence on our property, which is going to help with uh, some of the issues we have around here. Some of the riffraff. Keep some of them, the hordes of chaos, the legions of chaos, as you said. Yes. It's, it'll help keep them out. Exactly. You know what it's I mean? Like Dawn of the we're Dead. Gonna, we're going to sit on the top yeah. of this fence and throw things at them. Yeah. Like. It was getting to the point where it was like Dawn of the Dead. That's right. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Uh, so we're thankful for the construction, but it is a little. Uh, it is a little bit much. <laughs> All right. All right. So anyway, let's get back to the show. My name is Reese, your host with me, my co-host, as always, uh, the Salty Banana, yep. a.k.a. Jason. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot. There's a lot of stuff that has come out. We're going to jump in and start talking about it. It is crazy. It's, yeah. Gamma's going on right now, which for those who don't know, it's a, mm-hmm. uh, it's a trade show for game manufacturers and uh, uh, game store, like retailers like us. Mm-hmm. Uh, go show off new stuff. GW's there, and they've been just blasting out Surprisingly, a ton of stuff. Yeah. A ton of stuff. So the big one, obviously, Shadow Spear is this week's pre-order. It has been going bananas. Mm-hmm. It was more popular than we even thought it would be. If you do want to get one at a discounted price from Frontline Gaming with free shipping options within the continental United States, please do so very quickly. Uh, GW is saying that they look like they're going to sell out of it. Mm-hmm. And then who knows how long it's going to take to get it back in stock. So uh, if you want one, grab it. If you want to get it from us, we'd appreciate your business. And uh, yeah, it's pretty badass. What, this is one of the few that when we got in our preview copy um, to show it off to customers and all that good stuff, it like instantly got snatched up. Everybody was like, Frankie yeah. wanted the obliterators and the um, the Lord Summoner or the mm-hmm. Summoning, some whatever. Um, I wanted the Space Marines. It, it was like everyone yeah. just like instantly grabbed them all. It was really fun. And the obliterators, they kind of hyped it up that they were going to be, they said like it's almost as big as a Hellbrute. Not quite. They're but, actually not that much bigger than the original. No, they are bigger though. They are. They're, they are. Um, they're, they're, I think they're a little smaller than a Centurion. They're like, I think they're, with all the different guns and whatnot, they're they're comparable in size to a Centurion, but they, when we held it up next to the old obliterator, they're actually not that much bigger. They just, I think now they just look more properly scaled. They don't have that 90s feel. Yeah, I mean, they don't they're, look the little, old Terminators. Yeah. Like the, you know, so... I think I mean everything looks fantastic. The models are so. Oh, phenomenal. we should have put the spider out. Um, one of our, our in-house artist Pascal. Well, maybe Mariana uh, could be who nice plays enough. Uh, Dark Mechanicum to, already. No, she's in the movie. Busy. She's Instagramming. It's okay. Uh, um, maybe. Maybe so anyways, uh, we, Hunter would be nice enough to grab the spider model from Pascal. Maybe when he gets a chance. So uh, no, that'd be I, wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Oh, you can't hear yeah. you because of okay. jackhammering. Okay. I'm going to jackhammer you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it looks, and the spider is, is But Hunter, if you wouldn't mind really grabbing cool it, looking. Pascal put it together. Um, the, the spider, he'll know, he'll know what we're talking about. We're going to edit this in post. Nah, that, that was real. Just let it go? This is live Keep TV. Keep it raw. Live, this is live, baby. Just raw. Unscripted. Okay, I like it. The, this jackhammer is throwing me off it hard. It's bit. hard to even concentrate on what But the con- it's, it's amazing. It comes with too many codexes. Um, a ton 
of models in it. They all look fantastic. The Chaos Space Marines um, look amazing. They they look like the oh, ones yeah. that came in the um, uh, uh, Blackstone Fortress. Yeah, so very cool. And they're they're scaled more to like uh, Plague Marine. Mm -hmm. They're they're not quite as big as a Primaris Marine. But uh, they they look way better. Yes. Uh, and everyone's been waiting for Chaos Space Marines to get an update for forever. Mm -hmm. uh, these these kits obviously they're not you know multi part they're single pose. Currently. But um, yeah. I would assume one could one could guess that they're going to come out with a kit. Yeah. Because uh, you look at the Blackstone Fortress Space Marines, look at these. Yeah. You, you know all kinds of cool options and stuff. So. Yeah. Let's fingers crossed that we'll get a new Chaos Space Marine kit because. Everybody wants one, but you know what I want even more than a new Chaos Space Marine kit? What's that? Rules that make them playable. Oh. Because they're my, so my. bad. Yeah. They're so bad. I, I I always try to find the silver lining in any unit in the game. True. Just and I can't even work. I can't even make the, the Chaos Space Marines work. Come they're, forth, Hunter. They're pretty bad. Hunter! Oh my, you already painted it? Yeah, that's why I said we should oh. show it. Bad ass. Yeah, so there you go. There's the spider monster. So he's not done painting it, but it looks super cool. You got the cool. base coat on, but like he put it together over the weekend. Um, God, that guy's cool. It is cool, and He's and when Pascal has his whole army painted, we should get photos and put them up because he uh, Pascal's our, our head artist. Uh, he works here at the HQ in San Diego, and uh, he has uh, he already had a no, whole no, um, model, that's okay. He already had a whole um, uh, like Forge Fiend, you know, Demon Engine army, and so all these new things being added, like he's in heaven, he's adding them to his list. So very cool. And which is a good uh, segue because yeah. the new Lord Discordant was unveiled today. It's the uh, it's one of the most amazing models we've ever seen. I thought the Sorcerer was like, or the the Lord of Procession. Well, because it was I, like the best thing they ever made. And then oh, this, this is, I woke up to this. Yeah, I checked my Facebook as usual just to see all you know all the uh, the posts that I was uh, trolling, see if I got response. And which, then this pops up. If you're not friends with the the salty banana on Facebook, you should be. He just, is, just for comments on local news. He is. <laughs> He would go onto the local news channel where it's like a story about an, like someone pressure washing the the hepatitis from San Diego the, streets. The yeah. streets, and then you know he would jump in and make comments on it. It's comedy gold. So if you are on Facebook, you should add him because it's well worth. It, he's a sublime troll on Facebook. What's on the chat right now? Is it the um? Uh, the jackhammer is throwing me off. Now it stopped. Now I'm throwing off because it stopped. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, the Discord. Okay. So the Lord, Dis yeah. Lord, uh, Lord Discordant was unveiled this morning. One of the most amazing models we've ever seen. Chaos oh, is getting man. so much cool stuff. I just noticed the, f the little spider face that it has on the front. But it's like fleshy spider face Ooh. with like an injector thing. And it's it's just so disturbing. It's, it's a spider rat. Oh, rat mouse. It's Ooh. so disturbing. But then the Lord riding it, the Lord Discordant riding it is amazing with a giant chain glaive. Yeah. Amazing model, uh, one of the best I've ever seen. So we, uh, on the playtest team, we worked on this guy a long time ago, <clears throat> and I've just been patiently waiting because the description of him, I was like, God, this is gonna be so cool! I can't wait to see what mm -hmm. he looks like, and uh, absolutely blown away. Um, and it was really good segue because we were talking about Pascal, uh, uh, one of our artists. Mm -hmm. He plays a Demon Engine army, and he mm -hmm. has all eighth edition, and they've been. They've gotten better, especially with chapter approved. We, mm -hmm. We've seen people do really well with them. Like um, Alan DeHessa, who went five and one at uh, LVO, he had um, one or two um, defilers mm -hmm. in his list because they've gotten so cheap. Yeah. So they, 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 they've definitely gotten more appealing because of the price cuts in chapter approved. But now with the Lord Discordant uh, showing off some of the abilities that it has. Mm -hmm. So not only does it have a lot of offensive firepower with the Bale Flamers, the same weapon as the Heldrake, uh, uh, an auto cannon. Uh, it has the aura of discord rule, which is the one they've shown off. And uh, it's a six inch aura that gets minus one to hit for enemy vehicles and plus one to hit for friendly demon engines. And that's huge because demon right. engines are all weapon skill, blister skill four. Well, generally speaking, they're all weapon skill, blister skill four. So some of the, like that right now in the game, the way in eighth edition, what makes that so challenging is that a lot of things are minus one to hit, mm -hmm. or if you move, which vehicles should not get a penalty for moving and shooting weapons. I've, I've that just got to blame the uh, the playtest team on that one. <laughs> sure, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll wear that albatross. The I've really wanted to see vehicles not want to be stationary. It's just mm -hmm. annoying, um, and that has really hurt things like the Forge Fiend, who is otherwise an appealing platform right it's, yeah got, it's fairly durable it has an invul save mm -hmm. has really good firepower with the auto cannons that it carries but it just sucked because it had to stand still you only hit 50 percent of the time if your opponent had any negatives to hit 
Um, it just wasn't wasn't that great. Now uh, you can plop a couple of these babies down, put the uh, Lord of Discord nearby. They're all hitting on threes. You can hit one of them with prescience. It's hitting mm -hmm. on twos. All of a sudden, it's a game changer, right? Like these yeah. models are going to be dramatically better. Or you can run them up the table with smaller fiends, right? Well, and, and they're the, going to be so much better. And the new, um, the Master Procession and the new, um, the lore that came with that. What is it? What's that new um, magic lore? Whatever they, that is. The oh, I can't remember what his psychic yeah, ability is. Yeah, but those all but... buff demons and demon engines right, as exactly. well. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, Pascal, who's got this army, is like, like he's like right. ecstatic. Because they're beautifully painted. He has all these forge fiends and mauler fiends and defilers and soul grinders. Yeah. And uh, like it, it's a whole... Warp smiths. Yeah, warps, yeah, it's a whole army that's that all of a sudden he's just got the things that he needed. The mm -hmm. Master Possession, the Lord Discordant yep. um, dramatically in, improves uh, an army like that. So hopefully what we'll see is we'll see more people putting these units on the table because we haven't really been seeing them at all. Right. Uh, and, and, and maybe this is the magic... That, that gets those out there. Let's jump in chat and see what they're saying. Yeah. Because um, got people have just had to be so excited about this this model. Yeah. Hot damn, sick. Is that a conversion? Nope. That is a new model. It's amazing. Mechanicus Spider Rider says Wizard of Boss. Yeah, it's so good. Mm -hmm. um, it's so good. Uh, Cryptic Ranger says Tell Pablo I met Sean Morgan. Sean Morgan, who is uh, Abuse Puppy, uh, this last weekend at Winter Warzone, and we had a blast. It's yeah. awesome. And Helbrick, thank you so much for subscribing for 12 months. Very cool. Via Twitch Prime. It helps keep the, the stream going. So, yeah, this is just an incredible model. Very exciting. I, I, I'm stoked. Like, yeah. I can't wait to see what people do with this. And this, it's funny because it has the, a feeling of something got leaked. And then Games Workshop was like, oh. Get in front of it. And they actually made a comment in the post that they put up on uh, Warhammer Community that, like, a couple eagle-eyed people who pointed it out on the Facebook page and were shot down by the Facebook moderators, they've been vindicated. That there was, you go. <laughs> so that was kind of a nod. Oh, so they accidentally, GW actually. So they, because they put it. up the photo of the new book coming out and in the background is, a, is you know, because it's all uh, a picture, a, a painting or whatever. Um, in the background, there's like the outline of this guy, like, ah, and some people were like, what is that thing? And well, then the, and I guess the Facebook moderators were like, it's nothing, shut up. <laughs> or whatever, some nice British, like, you know, get out of here type thing, so. Nice. Well, yeah. hey, vindication. That's awesome. <laughs> right. So yeah, if you're a chaos player, there's a lot to get excited about. You have new Abaddon, um, all kinds ah, of new. I know. Yeah, it's just so good. We've all kinds of new Abaddon models. <laughs> it's amazing, right? Yeah. Like it, you got all these new models in the in um, uh, Shadow Spear, Blackstone Fortress gave you a lot of cool stuff. So it, it's a good time to be a chaos player, and and there's still more awesome stuff uh, on the way. You would have to imagine. Now, I, my one hope for this release. Is that we see a resculpt of Doom Rider? I think Doom Rider. Doom Rider got killed in the fluff. I don't care. He, he's a demon. <laughs> he comes back. He's a, he is Doom a demon. Doom Rider is Bellacore. Dude, right? <laughs> Doom Rider is a demon prince. Yeah. Or okay, so give me a resculpt of Bellacore then, because right now he's like, such no, a puny. The model's like as big as a space marine. All they have to do is scale him up. Yeah. Like he's still a brilliant, brilliant right. sculpt, but he is he is little. Yeah. He is a little guy. Uh, in other news, there's yeah. a new uh, Age of Sigmar game coming out. It is called Warcry. Very similar to Kill Team. Kill mm -hmm. Team has been extraordinarily popular. So this looks really cool. Uh, there's a video up on the Warhammer community site if you'd like to see it. But uh, they're new models. They look absolutely outstanding, mm -hmm. as you have come to expect from Age of Sigmar. Very excited. I would actually be more interested in playing a uh, Kill Team type game in Age of Sigmar than I would in 40k. Not a put down on Kill Team at all, mm -hmm. but the the I have so, as you've heard of say like a million times, I like so many different Age of Sigmar models because they have such brilliant models mm -hmm. that it would be cool to be able to paint up just a couple of them to play a skirmish game. Hopefully, it's a fun game. Mm -hmm. If it's similar to Kill Team, I would imagine it's gonna be pretty good. But uh, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, totally. Uh, also, a new Blackstone Fortress uh, expansion coming out. We just had the Dread Amble. And uh, it's a brilliant model, really cool. Well, that was for Necromunda. Uh, no, that's the Ambot. Oh, that's right. Duh, oh dummy. my God, yeah. God. Getting mixed up, there's so many. God. That was on me. <sighs> New co-host, yeah. you fired. Uh, Blackstone Fortress expansion, it's called Trader Command, and it looks very, very cool. It has a uh, kind of the, the, the stars of the show, so to speak. Uh, not only does it expand the game, obviously, but the new models are a uh, Chaos Commissar, which is awesome mm -hmm. with the Power Fist. And it just is such a cool model. 
and a Chaos uh, Ogren or Bogren. Uh, pretty cool. So now this is really interesting because Blackstone Fortress now has given us quite a bit of Trader Guard uh, material, right? Mm -hmm. So does that mean that there's a Trader Guard uh, maybe faction on the way? I don't know. That'd be really cool if so. Um, maybe it's could work with the Renegades and Heretics, you know, kind of category mm -hmm. that we have from Forge World. Uh, really interesting, but there's been quite a few models coming out. So right. we'll have to kind of hang in there and see where that, what direction that goes. Right. It's intriguing nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And another expansion coming out for Age of Sigmar. Oof. It is insane how fast stuff comes out now. Like, it is crazy. Remember in 5th edition when we got two to three codexes a year? Yeah, and it was a big deal. And it was huge, yeah. man. It was a huge deal. But uh, yeah, now it's just like this frenetic pace. But mm -hmm. Forbidden Power is the next expansion coming out for the Soul Wars uh, narrative-driven uh, story plot, you know, super mega campaign mm -hmm. that we've got in Age of Sigmar. And uh, uh, Nagash unleashed the Necroquake mm -hmm. that let the dead out. Yep. It's like, who let the dogs out? Nagash did. But if... Yeah. <laughs> that was better. He did, yeah. Gosh. Who let the dead out? Forbidden Power. So the uproar right now, everyone's like, not another Stormcast Eternals release. It looks like another it Stormcast Eternals. It looks like Eternals. another Stormcast <laughs> so, Eternals release. So prepare thyselves. I know, it's like, even I'm starting to get a little sick of this. Like, okay. I, I just, I don't see the push for Stormcast Eternals because I don't... They're super popular. I personally don't, I don't think so. I don't see them, you don't see a lot of people playing them, at least in my, my experience. But you also, I don't think Stormcast Eternals are going to be what, to Age of Sigmar, what Space Marines are at 40k. They are... Exactly that. Uh, no, but I know that they're literally the exact same thing. But I'm saying, like, I don't think to the people playing Age of Sigmar, it's the same thing. Like, I it, won't think people associate it. it. It is. That's just my own opinion. Okay. Well, you're wrong. You know, that's a college-educated <laughs> opinion. That was a private college English degree, <laughs> which is money really well spent. Off. I know. Oh, brother. I don't know. Like, don't if you're if you're a young person out there. Join the military, go to a trade school, unless you're going to go be a, a software engineer. Oh, we're going to segue off? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I tell this all the time. If, unless you're going into the sciences, save yourself the money. Because you come and talk to some people in their 30s. Or who finances. Paying off. Anything's going to pay really well. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, learn a trade. Yeah. Like. Well, like an English degree is not bad if you want to go into like law school. It, it is, right? right. If, you, if that's your game plan. But like, for example, we both have English. We're totally going off in the weeds here. Yeah. Bear with us. We both have English degrees. You went to a private school, mm -hmm. spent more than... A lot, yeah. <laughs> I went to Yale by the jail. I went to San Diego State. But like, I was the last like generation where it was affordable to go to school. Mm -hmm. It was like, like 100 bucks a month. It was $850 a semester. <laughs> and now it's... Who knows? Anyways. I just think it's insane, right? Like, yeah. you see people like... What are we talking about? Trying to go to school. And I'm like, why? If you're going to go get like a liberal arts degree, just go to junior college. Just save yourself some money. Anyway. Somehow we got into that. Oh, well, forbidden power, I guess. is That's forbidden. You learn forbidden power in college. <laughs> so that's where we're going. Wow. That was a good, uh, yeah. interesting one. This jackhammer is making me thinking about it. That guy's probably making more money. So anyways, than get ready for yeah. <laughs> Get ready for a new Stormcast channel release. Oh, and, uh, Up next. <laughs> Blades of Corn, the new uh, Age of Battle Tome. There's it's, so much stuff coming out. It's interesting, though, because they already have a, a new quote-unquote battle tome. Yeah, this one is trying to kind of fix it. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, Doom Rider is living head, is on a White Scar's uh, bike with his mouth sun shut. Yeah, he got killed by Khan. Okay, anyways. So, yeah, Blades of Corn coming out. This weekend is up for pre-order. I don't know what needed to be fixed. I mean, I... I Honestly, but who knows? I'm sure there's a reason that there's a couple new models. I guess they wanted to give them the endless spells, which are not endless spells. No, they're judgments of corn. Yes, so which they're like endless spells, but they can randomly disappear. It's the same thing. They roll for them, but they can't be dispelled. Right. So you don't. Okay. So unlike endless spells, where you buy them at the beginning of the game as part of your army list, I believe these are just summoned things that you, on a roll, they come onto the board and then they they stay there. Um, and they give buffs and, and debuffs um, <clears throat> as they travel around. Basically, is what it is. They function very similarly to endless spells, yeah. but but they're brought on by slaughter priests. Right, and then they have a new um, train piece, which is the yeah. trend right now, which is no uh, no point cost. 
I have my own personal opinions about doing stuff like that, but um, it's there. Every, every new army's been getting one, uh, and this one lets basically bust the slaughter priest to do those, um, the summoning, the judgment, those, the judgments. judgments of corn. Yeah, and, and also I, I believe uh, gives negative modifiers to uh, wizards. Oh, cool. Yeah, that would make that's very as cornish. as the judgments do. Um, it looks like they're getting a new herald as well, and a new skull taker as well, and the new skull taker, yeah. which is in the wrath uh, and rapture. Uh, box along with uh, the double Karnak. R double R box <laughs> double yeah. R that's that English degree that's Kicking right in, so baby. hey oh money well spent 40,000 a year baby money well spent all right uh, and then of course Karna or Karnak, Karnak and uh, yeah. the flesh hounds I was have you seen it in person yet it's pr it's small Is unfortunately it? yeah it's not that much bigger than a regular flesh hound yeah, but right. it looks cool Karnak's really good he is so very cool tons and tons of stuff coming out my goodness yeah you're gonna have to go. If you look on our show notes, it has all the stuff from the uh, the Warhammer community page today that they put about the new um, those new uh, judgments and the um, the trampies. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Lots to get excited about. And again, if you're a chaos player, mm -hmm. it is a good time. And I just want to say for that new um, the new skirmish game coming out for Age of Sigmar, I'm more open to playing that than I am to playing Age of Sigmar. Yeah, it's because it's so hard. Because like 40k is what we mostly all play here. I only get the games in that I'm in the league in sometimes. Um, so to have a to be able to to dip my toe into Age of Sigmar and play with like a single warband is much more doable. Yeah, and I think that's the appeal yeah. of the game, right? The bar the, the the barrier of entry is much lower, mm -hmm. and it can let you you know you can go pick up a box of uh, a kit that you think looks really cool, perhaps. Mm -hmm. You want to get, you know, uh, some putrid black kings, but you may not want to make a whole uh, Nurgle army. Well, there mm -hmm. you go. Yep. You can do that. And uh, that, that that is the appeal of it. Uh, it's very cool. I think it's going to be super popular. Yeah. And then you can sample out some stuff, and who knows, it might grow into an army mm -hmm. at some point. Uh, also, I did want to say a very uh, special thanks to Mr. Lou Rollins. Oh. Who sent me this very, very beautiful Ultramarines captain on a bike. I think he's in the chat. Uh, yeah, he was earlier. But uh, that was a, such a nice... Uh, such a nice thing to do. Yeah. And uh, Omega appreciate it. And I wanted to say thank you. Uh, that was super nice. Thanks, Lou. Super nice of you. And uh, in other news, make sure to grab your Bay, Bay Area Open tickets. Mm -hmm. uh, it is coming up relatively quickly. And you don't want to miss out. Uh, going to be a lot of fun. We did add Kill Team to the lineup. Nice. So if you want to play that, you can. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a blast, man. It's and coming it's, up in May. It's going to be at KublaCon. Yep. Which is a big, big Bay Area convention. That's old. We used to all go there when we lived in the Bay Area. Yeah, they used to have a 40K event there. They did. Uh, they put us in the tent in yeah. the back. Remember that? So one year they did. There yeah. was a tent. And then I remember the first year I went, they they scheduled the Vampire LARP at the wrong time. Ooh. And so they were supposed to be in that tent as well. And so while we were wrapping up, all these angsty vampires mm. were like role-playing like outside the tent. That... It's awesome. It was crazy. I was like, what What am I doing with my life right now? Why am I not in that LARP? That's true. You, you are. It awakened certain feelings <laughs> and sensations. <laughs> Looking at all those guys and gals in their vampire sure. outfits. They you are pretty angsty. I think that you would fit in really well in that. Just more angry. So not angsty. Yeah, more anxiety ridden. <laughs> Anyways, BAO is gonna be great. Go, it's a, uh, it's at KubaCon, so not only can you play 40k this year, but there's also the giant convention to go to. Check out a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of fun, and we look forward to seeing everybody there. It's going to be. I'll be there for the. It's first gonna time be one of the bigger like majors for 40k. It's gonna be one of the bigger majors in the country as always. Mm -hmm. So, uh, opportunity to get a ton of ITC points, and we have a lot of space. So come yeah. on out, join, have some good, good fun. Speaking of ITC, uh, if you like the ITC, if you appreciate it, what it does for your hobby, Ooh. if you would like to see it continue to roll on and grow and uh, sustain itself, mm -hmm. please consider supporting our Patreon. It's an uh, interesting. Uh, I like the banner. Interesting banner that Mariana made with some uh, Japanese rose petals. It's nice. But uh, consider supporting. Cherry blossoms. Consider supporting the Patreon. Uh, the ITC has gotten to be extremely expensive to run. And uh, we needed to offset some of that cost because it was actually being coming harmful to our business uh, yeah. from the bottom line. So uh, yeah. to everybody that has supported us via our Patreon, we want to give you a heartfelt thank you. Uh, we really appreciate it. The accountants don't like that when they see a, a negative line item with mm -hmm. no, where's no this money upside. coming from? It's not. Yeah. It's coming from our pockets. 
<laughs> Sweet. But we really, really appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, for those of you who uh, chose to support us at a level where we, you have some interaction with us, wow. uh, just hang tight. We're just waiting for it to kind of get some momentum going. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll start helping you out with list advice. If you are uh, someone that runs events, one of the levels of the Patreon was that um, we help you to, to either start an event or grow an event. Uh, like if you want to get into the game and, and run a convention or a, um, uh, an event, or if you've got one and you want to take it to the next level, uh, one of the higher levels of support on the Patreon is that we will help you out with that. Very Share good. some of our knowledge and our experience. Should we put a live stream of me answering emails? People can watch? No. No, nobody wants to see You that. just see me yell at Reese just every once in a while when you, time. I'm like, I'm caught up. And then I get a big dump. <laughs> Reese, why don't I get all these emails? That's the nature of the business. Uh, and then of course, uh, one of the other levels of support on the Patreon is it will help you out with your list too. So you can get some really good advice on uh, uh, trying to take your list up a notch, make it more competitive, make mm -hmm. it more thematic, uh, whatever direction you want to go with it. We'd be happy to help you out with that. Right. Upcoming 40K events. There's a lot this weekend. Just this weekend. There's just this weekend. Ugh. Yeah. Tons. Does any look any like, big boys going on here? Yeah, there is it, a... No. There is a GT, the Colorado the Colorado Cutthroats Practice GT. Uh, and that's in Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh, cool. And yeah, the rest of them look like they're RTTs, but there are a lot. So yeah, there's a couple international ones as well. You have some uh, Canadian, looks like England. Yeah, all Very over cool. the place. Very cool. Get out there and get ship Moscow, Idaho. Moscow, Idaho. How many Russian events do we have? We just started communicating with some of the Russian players. Okay. And they want to get involved. Um, we do have some events in, in the Czech Republic, which is really close. Right. But in um, uh, Russia, is just getting going. Okay. Yeah. Uh, upcoming Age of Sigmar ITC events. There's quite a few coming up in the next two weekends. <clears throat> uh, get out there, get your points. And I don't think there's any GTs there either. Not yet. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of a little chill. We're coming up towards the run towards Adepticon, which, of course, actually... Will Bay Area Open will be a GT? Uh, for Age of Sigmar? Yeah. 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 So if you want to come get a lot of points, come out. Yeah. Yep. Get out there and, and support it. Uh, all kinds of fun. Uh, get out there, get your points, enjoy yourself. 40K ITC top five currently. Now, these do reflect the new scoring formula. And uh, if you want to go in and check it out, uh, so far, all the feedback has been really positive. One of the big changes is the, the way scoring works, uh, both uh, between events and at events. And uh, uh, Jim Vessel jumped up into first place. He won the Dice Hammer GT, hmm. but uh, he got a lot more points for an event that he, he got like fourth place at a larger event. And uh, previously that was worth less than like winning an uh, RTT. Right. Now it's worth more, which I think everybody agrees is appropriate. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that moved him up into first place with a score of 577. Now, one of the other things you're going to notice mm -hmm. is that uh, overall scores are going to be lower right. than they were last season, and that is because uh, events won't be generating, on the high end, won't be generating as many points. So, right, and we should reiterate that the specific formula, formula used is not something that we are going to tell you. Right? Well, it's, it's, we still get a lot. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of messages come through, people asking for it. It's not ours. Yeah. It, it, it's not ours. To, it's not our decision to make at this right. point. So the um, the exact formula, the best coast pairings uh, gentlemen have decided to keep that uh, under their hat as a as a, a trade secret mm -hmm. um, for a number of reasons. Uh, predominantly because um, at this point in time, you know, there's there's other people trying to get into the game, right? And uh, they've invested a ton of time, energy, and money, years mm -hmm. of work. <clears throat> tons of money. Uh, uh, one of their guys is full-time BCP. Two of the other developers are trying to go full-time. And um, at, at this stage of the game, they have a lot at stake. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones who wrote the formula. I helped get feedback onto it in terms of what the output should look like. But they did all the heavy lifting of, you know, doing the research, figuring out exactly, you know, how to, to, to structure it. It is complicated math. I'm sure a lot of people out there yeah. that listen to the show or you know, have the ability to to understand it if they saw the formula. But um, there's a lot of other industries where this is the exact same way they do it, like with video games. Uh, typically speaking, they do not show the formula for how they calculate points for their leaderboard. And it's for a number of reasons. They want people to not try and game the system. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there, there's all kinds of really good reasons. I know some people have gotten a little upset about it. Uh, we've always been ultra transparent. 
But uh, in this particular instance, it's not our call. Mm -hmm. And I do respect their decision. I do respect their desire to try and protect what they've built. So I, I think it's fair. Um, but as a way to kind of have a, a middle ground, they are building a calculator that we will put up on the site so that you can determine how many points you'll get from going to an event. Very cool. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's, it's you know, I get it. People want to see it all, but yeah. um, the instant the formula would go out there, people would start like trying to game the system. Right. It's gamers' natures to do that. And uh, and then other people might try and copy it, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So that's the decision that was made. And that's the reason why it was made. Okay. But back to the top five. Uh, Jim Vessel leads the pack from Canada. And Michael Serapata is in second. Michael Ralston in third. Exar Exodar, which is the best name I've ever heard in my life. I hope it's fourth. like a real name. And John Lennon in fifth. Now, one of the other cool things you'll notice, too, because of the way the scoring has changed, um, you'll see people that are don't it, – it's not just max events at the top. Yeah. Uh, you get a lot more points just for going to an event and doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, so let's, uh, we're going to jump into the chat, answer any questions anybody may have had on that uh, topic. Uh, Omega11x, hey, boyos, super fan from Italy. Keep up the good stuff. Nice. Good day, mate. That's what you say in Italy, right? Wow. That was on, insulting. Oh, that's Bon no. Yeah, that was insulting both to Italians and Australians. <laughs> so well done. Uh uh, let me see. People are just talking about... Uh, Never mind Jambas. Uh, yeah, and then with the, with the app guys too, like mm -hmm. they're constantly working on improving it. Mm -hmm. um, there's only so much, you know, four guys can do in a day. Right. They're, 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 and they, they're, they don't just do 40K. They're working with other game yeah. systems too. Yeah, so they yeah. do a lot of other stuff too that you might not be aware of because you guys are dialed into the 40K tournament scene, which is great, but they do a lot of other stuff too. Yes, yeah. you know, then, a, they're a business. And then and the thing is you want, you want people that are going to be professional. You do not want somebody doing it who mm -hmm. it's, it's like a side project. Yeah. Cause inevitably they'll burn out. Yeah. And, and, and it's not their it. job. Yeah. Yes. It's the, in, inevitable. Cause we, we've worked with like three companies before we got, right. Before we found the right uh, magic mm -hmm. with BCP. We, we tried to do this two times prior. Right. And every time it failed because uh, you didn't, there's a number of things you need a person that's a, you need a development team that understands how to, to make apps, obviously, but then also play the games. Mm -hmm. And we were it, finding a combo of that is really difficult to do. Right. But then furthermore, you need people who take it seriously. That's why you want them to succeed. You want them to put, turn this into a career so that they keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. Like imagine trying to run some of these events without a tool like BC, without BCP specifically. Remember the old way? You just you print out the pairings and, and put it on the wall. Put was, them on the wall. You wouldn't be able to do what we're doing, <laughs> right? And Everyone so that's be yelling, trying to fight through the crowd, yeah. trying to like look. Oh God, that wasn't that long ago. It, no, it was. It's so funny how quickly yeah. people take things for granted. But you let's know, let's go back. Somebody should run a tournament. Just call it like an old hammer. Yeah, and it's just like handwritten. You know, pairings on the wall. Felt, no, nobody felt has a mask. <laughs> you know, with a couple like tin yeah. cans as terrain. Yeah. Oh yeah, do it. It was not that long ago that we were playing janky. And like a ten person event was like, oh my god, how yeah. how huge this is. Well, a hundred twenty eight person event was like is enormous. You go to like the right. Warhammer World things and you'd be like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, it was only yeah. like three four years ago. Yeah. Like really, that we were playing on felt <laughs> with crappy terrain. Yep. No. Almost sophisticated no <laughs> technology to help get us to do pairings and God, get you to your Remember tables? the seventh edition? Remember no, remember like fifth edition train? It'd be like a green felt mat with like a couple hills. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, people forget it was not that long ago. Like no. we've been really pushing hard yeah. to move everything forward. And uh and Best Coast Pairings is a big part That'd of that. That'd be a fun podcast topic. Yeah. Go back over fifth edition. Fifth, fifth yeah. edition was a blast. So that was when the tournament scene exploded. Yeah. Anyways, we, we can go on forever about that. But. Yeah, but we won't. Uh, 40K Hobby Track, you scroll a little bit. 40K yeah. Hobby Track, current top five. Uh, Colin Sherman leads the pack, followed by Christopher Boss. Mm -hmm. James Weston in third. Scott Boucher in fourth. And Tyson Aguilar in fifth. I think I said that right. Mm -hmm. uh, your current Age of Sigmar top five. We got Derek Erlenbush in first. Robbie Steinbring in second, Raul Pereira in third, Matt Beasley in fourth, and Robert Proshia in fifth. Those are all fairly difficult names. Uh, hey, it, looks, it looks like we got a, a hobby track yeah. that happened. We have a Age of Sigmar yeah. current hobby track, top four. 
Philip Verduzco in first place. It's a name we've heard many times before. Mm -hmm. Josh Laura in second. Joseph Halifacker in third. And Krista Kirby in fourth. Very cool. Awesome. Current Shadespire top five. Tony Field leading the pack, followed by Jacob Lawler. Ivan Cho in third. Dennis Ortez in fourth. Daniel Velasquez in fifth. I love well, the early ITC season. It's just it's a wild really, place, It's just anyone's game. Yeah. It can be magic. Yeah. And then eventually what you do is you'll start seeing those names go at the 10th spot and then yeah. they start creeping up. You're like, oh, there they are. Yeah. Cause and that's one of the other cool yeah. things too, is that, uh, you know, without making everything like, uh, by keeping the, the, the formula close to your chest, you have an incentive to keep going to events too. That's one of the other mm -hmm. things we we're hoping for. That's what we hope people do. Yeah. Instead of just yeah. trying to like math out the system and then determine exactly yeah. which RTTs you'd have to go to, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Um, but people, people will get the feel for it as we go. It's, yeah. it's, um, they'll start to get an idea of how many points to expect, mm -hmm. especially with the calculator. Uh, here's a couple of commissions we recently completed. Wow. Okay. So we have, uh, Mariana, I don't know if these are up or not, but, uh, a squad of Premier's intercessors. These are, what chapter table. is this? Is it just it, like a, a home chapter? No, no. These are the, um, Forgive me if I'm wrong. We do a lot of commissions, but I believe this is the new, the chapter that is from the new Aaron Dembski Bowden oh, books cool. about the Primaris Space Marine chapter. Cool. I believe I might be wrong just because we do a lot of Primaris Marines, um, but this is a tabletop standard. So it, 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 this is like picture perfect tabletop standard. It's just a clean base coat with very minimal highlighting uh, through line highlights. Uh, and then some of the details painted, meaning like eyeballs, ammo patches, belts, all that kind of stuff. Um, just fantastic. This this client requested no basing for whatever reason. A lot of people actually keep their bases black. I don't know why, but they do. So we do offer that. We don't always have to paint the bases. Uh, and then we have a... Uh, That's from... Uh, this is from um, uh, Space Hulk. Yeah, Space Hulk. That's what I thought. And these... Oh, man, this is actually one that we did a while ago. Um, they came out fantastic. I believe this was supposed to be a tabletop standard, but the artist went above and beyond as usual. And it's actually closer to a tabletop plus, which is your with that service, which is the highest we offer for for multi model uh, commissions. You start seeing a layered base coat, so you're going to see two or three base coat colors, uh, and then highlights on top of that, and it all the great. details painted. It looks fantastic. This client was super happy. He was a local guy. Yeah, let's jump over to chat and see if anybody has any questions yeah. for us. A little bit of a shorter show here uh, today. But uh, that's because we got the jackhammer going crazy in the background. We're uh, all kind of getting over being sick, too. Yeah. Omega 11X. Oh, we do have one other thing to talk about, which I thought would be fun. Oh. Uh, but Omega 11X subscribed all the way from Italia, Roma. Thanks, buddy. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Um, Mariana, you get lunch today. Mariana gets a cup of noodle. Uh, Omega 11X. Yes, the new secondaries are up. Uh, you, you can just go click onto the missions, and you can see... Oh, uh, the new stuff. What is this? This is a Forge Roll model that was completed just recently. Oh, Sister of Silence. This is definitely Tabletop Plus. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, but yeah, check it out. And uh, again, thank you for the sub. We super appreciate it. Ooh, uh, look at that. Alex Holly asks, do you guys think that Abaddon will become a Lord of War instead of an HQ? Well, is I Calgar? can't. Why don't, what do you say what you think? Because I can't. Is obviously. Calgar a Lord of War? Cal Calgar is not. So, uh, uh, Guillemin is. No, then I don't think he would be. Uh, I mean, that's my own personal opinion because I, for me, Abaddon is similar to Calgar. I think they're yeah. more they're more in parity with one another than, than he is with Gimmin. Yeah, Gimmin was put put smacked out. Gimmin is a well, I mean, Abaddon's actually really tough. Uh, he's he's yeah. extremely tough, but uh, he and Calgar I think are more of a, a corollary. Right. Um, Gimmin is a Primarch. Abaddon is not. Mm -hmm. He is. He does have. He is ascendant. Uh, so he has the more all the marks of chaos and all that. But does he? He does. Okay. But he's no Primarch. Um, but the new model is so outstanding. So he's, he's and Abaddon is, is basically Archaon, right? They're both the same thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a good corollary. Uh, and he, no, he's, you know, he's close to what Horus was kind of. You know, he's, Where he's, he's not, not gonna quite take, he's, He won't take a side with the Chaos Gods. He's just like, give me your power he if you want. He mastered all of them. Yeah. Like he went, I can't remember the exact lore, but he went into the warp for like, a million years or There's something There's a book like series that. about him. I read the first book. I haven't read the second book about him coming out of basically like he had been there after for, the horse. He'd the been there for like thousands of years. To try to like rally back. Yeah. And it's actually really well written. Uh, the primary objective uh, TV. Any word on the regional changes? Yeah, we're still working on that. 
Um, this season, we had a lot to plow through to get updated, and we're still in the process of getting all that done. Like mm -hmm. the, the 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 BCP, the the um, uh, uploading system just got fi or not fixed, updated, mm -hmm. and uh, we just have a lot. There's a lot on our plate, and we're trying to get through all of it. Mm -hmm. So uh, bear with us, but the regional stuff will be done this month. Um, I just uh, it's just one thing after just one thing at a time. Right. Just right. Can only do so much each day. Um, but yeah, it is getting worked on. Uh, Sigismund Gregorian, if it helps, I actually can't even hear those jackhammers. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. I'm glad you can't hear them because we definitely can't. Kind of off and on. Uh, yeah. Alex says he does not want him to become the Lord of War. We'll have to wait and see. But I, I would think it's a safe bet to expect he just stays as an HQ. Mm -hmm. um, what if he gets new rules at all, right? Like, I would imagine that he would, but you have to. Right. Have the to Vigilist wait book will have to come out, which they haven't announced yet. Yep. I assume soon. Uh, but cool, cool little tidbit. Uh, Frankie and I were out in uh, Las Vegas this previous weekend, uh, taking a look at. Uh, we did a uh, property tour for mm -hmm. a potential new location for the Las Vegas Open. Yeah. Um, uh, not for 2020, but for uh, 2021 and beyond. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, it's not a done deal yet, but we were touring the property, checking it out, and. Uh, uh, put it this way, the 1024 tournament would easily be doable in this new venue uh, if, if it all works out. We decide to go through the deal mm -hmm. um, in 2021. Very cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, more space. It, I, I think it, and we if are, it works we out. We already have awesome. more space for next year. Yep. We sure for, do. Uh, for the same location. Yeah. So that's going to be really exciting. We're going to add a bunch of new events, some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting stuff. Uh, Jesse is in the chat. What's up, Jesse? How you doing, buddy? Uh, hope you're doing well. And you played Alex last night. That's awesome. This just hope you guys have staff. a good time. Uh, so made us. Yeah. Are you? That's a really funny screen name, Jesse. By the way, uh, you ready for the 2048 man tournament? Oh, uh, that would be two, both halls, just one tournament. The, How many days would, need, would that be? Uh, five days. You would need uh, 12 rounds to do that. That would be a four day event. Wow. Um, would you need, no, you need 11, you 11 need 11 rounds. rounds. Yeah. It would still be a four day. Yeah. Event. It'd be crazy. So yeah, with the 1024, which is the next conceivable, mm -hmm. you know, uh, benchmark that we're going to hit, mm -hmm. um, that's gonna be pretty exciting. Is that um, another day added to that? No, it's one more round. So you need 10 rounds for that many people, which right. we basically did this year at the LVO. So next year we're just going to have a top 12. Yeah. And then the, the top four will, will get a buy for the um, fourth round. Yeah. And then places five through 12 will play. Um, Got it. The, the, it won't be the, the phantom round anymore. It will just be another round in okay. the tournament. Very cool. So we'll have a four round uh, single elimination and the top four get a buy. One of these years they'll be able to play in that then. No, we'll never get to play <laughs> it, unfortunately. That'd be amazing. Uh, so yeah, Jesse, it is pretty exciting. It's exciting to see it. And this new venue had some really cool stuff. I don't want to oversell it yet because we haven't. It is a casino. It is, yeah, it's definitely at a casino. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to go into it too much because we haven't signed yeah. the contracts yet. And we're still negotiating, but uh, uh, just get excited for the possibility that we could actually do the ten twenty four. It's just it's realistic. This is the second time this person's asked. Any updates on your how your faction is chosen for the season eight or yeah? If, uh, so that's another d discussion that's going on right now. It's still not majority points. Uh, no, it's it, it's not majority points now. Oh. Nailing it, buddy. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. It's I'm your biggest saying. attachment. Okay. Am I thinking about the league? Uh, I don't know what you're thinking about. Because okay. <laughs> you're just wrong. Well, um, I mean, maybe it should be that. Okay. <laughs> Would you let me Let's get into a debate. Uh, so one of the debates for the season has been, uh, how do we determine your primary faction for best in faction? And it's been it's been something that's been debated quite a bit. And uh, it's, it's come up a lot, more than I even expected. But uh, there's an article that Chris Morgan, uh, aka the uh, chief librarian, wrote uh, on Frontline Gaming, and you can join in the conversation there. But basically, it is you know how do we determine what uh, your faction is for best in faction awards? And right now, what we've done all eighth edition is whatever your biggest detachment is is what your primary faction is. So people have gotten upset, and I, I totally get it. Because the question is, like, if you're only 34% or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, if you have 700 points of guard and then you have 1,300 points of knights mm -hmm. with two, you know, like in two detachments, 
you're more of a knight army than you are a, a, a guard army. But the issue is, is that determining this, like trying to, to track it accurately is actually really difficult. Mm-hmm. If everybody started using the list uploader, it'd be easier uh, to do. Mm-hmm. But without that, it becomes fairly difficult. And the debate starts to become like, okay, what do you do? If you don't do biggest attachment, which is easy, super easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody, one of the things is like, oh, it should be half or more, like you were right. saying. But the thing is, like, how do you do that with a three detachment system? So I've been playing it completely wrong then, because I've been you, putting you do that a lot. I've been putting my knights as the primary because it's the most points, but it's but the least amount of models. It has nothing to do with the number of models, right? I don't know. So I have no idea then it's points, how you guys are doing it. Yeah, points. Yeah. Yeah, the most points, right? The most detachment that the, is the, the worth largest most. detachment. Yeah. So your largest detachment is the knights, because it's like nine hundred points. Yeah. Then you're a knight army. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's what I was saying. <laughs> you are confusing me. Okay. Now. Uh, so right. one, of things, one of the things that was throwing people off is like when you really dig into it, it's not that simple to fi- to try and figure it out, right? Yeah. Because if somebody, if, if one of the things was, oh, you should be fifty, you should be over fifty percent, like you know, a thousand and one points or mm-hmm. more. But how do you do that on your list? Mm-hmm. Like it gets really complicated when you try to do that. It sounds simple, but it's actually not. Yeah. Right. If you have three detachments, um, it gets really weird. And then you have this arbitrary break points where it's like, oh, I need to add in one unit into this detachment just to make it go over the halfway point. It gets really weird. And then one of the arguments that it came up was uh, for, for people who are on the far other end of the argument is it sh- you should have to be pure. The mm-hmm. only way you get best in faction, like for example, if you want to be best in f- faction uh, space marines, your whole, your army has to be all space marines. Mm-hmm. So that that's going pretty hard into it. I mean, I do I totally get it. Yeah. Because um, the other side of it is that uh, a lot of people are saying the people who are more gamers than lore oriented, like well, the game is designed now to be multi faction, mm-hmm. right? The lore refle- reflects it. Like if I have a guard detachment, a knight detachment, and a blood angels detachment, that's actually pretty. That's actually pretty accurate to the backstory, mm-hmm. right? Where they all work together, um, and so people in in that camp are like, well, I want the freedom to design a list how I want, but I still want to play for best in faction because that is the most common um, uh, award that people shoot for. It's the most attainable, mm-hmm. right? So there's there's a lot of debate going on, and that's kind of like the last thing that we need to hammer out for the season is how do you do that. The sooner we do it, the better, because the BCP guys will have to update the software. Uh, well, it's really easy for them, but we would need to, to, to make sure that we got it figured out so that going forward, people were getting points accurately. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to have a voice in that, head over to that article on frontlinegaming.org and leave your two cents, uh, because that's pretty much the last thing on our plate to determine for the season, right? Uh, and it's a big deal to a lot of people. now. The downside, I, I, I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't have strong feelings either, either way. But the downside, if you do go pure, um, it'd be cool because you're competing against people that are doing playing the exact same factions, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's, good, that's good. I get it. Um, some people are arguing you'd see more, more uh, variety mm-hmm. in the, the factions because you have to choose all units from your own army. Yeah. To, totally cool. Downside is then you'd have to create entirely new uh, factions like mm-hmm. the, the quote-unquote soup factions to be the catch-all for everybody else right and that it's not the biggest deal in the world but like if, if you're an event organizer that hands out awards for all the factions it gets even more burdensome mm-hmm. um, and then you're gonna if you're in the soup factions you're competing with like everybody right, right. so pros and cons um, like I said I, I don't have strong feelings on it but uh, I'd like to hear what everybody else has to say so that we can figure it out and go for it um, Never mind, Jamba says, I love this, tired of seeing armies labeled incorrectly. Well, they're not really labeled incorrectly. I guess that's more of like an opinion. Do you mm-hmm. think it's, oh, that's not actually a Blood Angels army. That's actually a, whatever, I think maybe, Terran army. I, I do like the idea of you only have the eligibility to become best in fashion if you do play a pure list. That's where you would stand on that? Yes. So you can play mixed lists, and that's not a problem. You just are not eligible to win best in fashion. Yeah. Like if you choose to do that. And then uh, Tomodachi, like Tomodachi Express makes a good point. Good luck, mm-hmm. Inquisition, Corsair, et cetera. Players. I think the Corsairs actually do have an HQ. I can't remember what it was. But, yeah. uh, well, Inquisition is not even a playable fact. Like, who's out there actually playing that right now? Yeah. Um, you make a good point, but it's like, that's you're talking about, like, two people mm-hmm. um, uh, that that would even actually apply to. Right. Um, if you had to make a call for faction, what would you choose? As, as Aether, Jason already asked. 
Um, me personally, I would probably leave it the way it is, but I don't, again, I don't have really strong feelings on it. Mm -hmm. So take my opinion with a grain of salt. Yeah. It's, it's not a very it's strong. It's kind of cool thing. that like, you know, soup is definitely more powerful and there's more benefits, but the drawback yeah. is, you know, you don't qualify for certain things. Right. So it depends on what you're looking for, I suppose. Yeah. But there was a really good question here that I think we should address. Me and you should maybe give our, our answer on it. Dude, uh, FOMAD actually said, uh, uh, Corsairs are playable. They don't need an HQ. Yeah. This is the best question though. Valerie, how is Pablo's losing streak going? It's going strong. It's actually worded. How is Pablo losing streak? Ooh. I think it's still, Ooh. It's still a streak, right? Pablo's Pablo? losing streak yeah. is, is strong right now. He was, so Pablo is in pod <laughs> He's gone nine in a row? Oh, yeah. Eight. So Pablo is in pod. So if you guys don't know, we have an awesome 40K league in San Diego. It's like, 80 plus players it's insane something like that, yeah. and so we're all in different pods i'm pod three reese is in two pablo's in pod one and at the beginning of the season the chairman or the the league organizer does a, a breakdown of each pod like how he thinks each person is going to do pablo was was talked about very highly yeah as like going to be top of the pod and he's lost every game so far yeah so it's a disappointment for a guy that runs a competitive <laughs> podcast, he should maybe listen to his own cast a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and listen to your notes, Pablo. Uh, Jimmy Norris, thanks for the subscription. One Salty John, what's up, dude? How you doing? Uh, Jimmy Norris, thank you so much for the continued There's uh, patronage. We really appreciate it. Phase Adup. He, uh, he's having like multiple projects done right now. Anson, who's Phase Adup. And uh, man, he- Thank you for your business. He just had, we just had a bunch of pictures sent to us for his uh, Blackstone Fortress and it's like, out of this world it's crazy yeah well thank you for the business mm -hmm. we super appreciate it and uh ixtab he has a question about the new chaos stuff can it be legion world eaters templars and i think you're talking about uh the find out lord discordant yeah yeah we can't answer those questions yet you're gonna have to wait keep your eye on uh, the um Warhammer community page and uh, i'm sure you'll get the answers to those questions never mind john but yep it'll all good, be revealed it's a good, good burn yeah well everyone thank you so much for joining us we hope you enjoyed the show sorry about the jackhammer that was really he's done now he's on lunch he's, he's done now he's on union lunch so yeah he had to take a smoke break but uh we really appreciate uh the sport sorry if it, it threw us off our game a little bit but that noise was really uh was making it hard to think and talk at the same time yes uh but until next time please remember remember to get your bao tickets if you wanted to pick up shadow spear do it quickly it looks like it is going to sell out and we will see you all next week for episode 631. Thank you. Yep. So long.